spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Everybody across the world, Ativa and Alon, we are back by popular demands. Amazing. Alon, how are you, my love? Girl, I'm sluggish today. When I tell you COVID-19 was kicking my ass last year, but allergies are kicking my ass this year. Somebody told me, you know, it's always interesting when somebody tell me something. Right. But somebody told me, and it ain't about the lean with it, rock with it, girl. But somebody told me (laughs) (laughs) that, you know, the government controls shit because last year, none of us dealt with these allergy problems. But this year, all of a sudden, allergies is wreaking havoc on all of our lives. I think, no, I think it's because he was in the house during this time. Okay. I think that's what it was. Okay, because, I mean, the first-line workers, they was out, and they was getting it, and I ain't never heard nobody sneezing or sniffling. Yeah, well, everybody had a mask. It was different. Mm. Mask was on. It was different. Yeah, remember, yeah, we missed all freaking season. <laughs> we missed spring. Shit, you about three or two seasons, yeah. Hello, hi. Right. So, yeah. we missed a couple of seasons, so I think that's why, and so being that we really didn't experience that last year, people were probably a little shook if to this year, but I think that's probably why. Thankfully, I've never had allergies. But anyway, um, so we are back, y'all. And um, how was your weekend, though? You did anything special? Yesterday, I was supposed to come to your housewarming, but I was feeling so fucking bad. So, like, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. And then me knowing, I was like, I'm going to go all the way to Brooklyn. It's going to be late, late, and I'm not going to feel like going back to Jersey City. So I was like, and I'm feeling bad. So I was like, oh, my God, Alon, cough it up because you know you got to go to church tomorrow. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to just have to see her on my personal time and, like, drop this bottle of champagne off to her. Um, But no, I didn't do anything too much yesterday. Finally caught up on some uh, work stuff, and I'm going to do some more stuff. How was your weekend? Child, my weekend was busy, booked and busy. Let me tell you something. Putting together anything a function is not my thing. Yeah, um, not either. This shit was so intense, and it wasn't even a big deal, but I made it a big deal, right? Because you want everything to be right, everyone to have a good time, everyone feel comfortable, everyone have enough food to eat. No one come up in here fucking sweating bullets because it ain't no motherfucking AC over the ventilation. You know what I'm saying? So. I was just trying to make sure that everybody was okay and everybody was okay. And there's so much food left. I just told my friend Jonathan, but you have, I have like two pans of chicken untouched. How you got two pans of chicken and a chicken shortage? There's a chicken shortage? Girl, where you been? <laughs> well, they probably fucking turkey legs. Cause I'm just as big as fuck because everybody kept fucking saying he's a big ass chicken. I'm like, I know. So this they probably. <laughs> <laughs> They probably got a turkey wings. <laughs> I didn't even know. 
but it's chicken. It's chicken. Yes, I had the barbecues. And I had the bakes. I had the macs and cheeses. I had the yams. I had the collards and greens. And I had all of the cabbages. Yeah, that's what we had. That was on the menu. My friend made some deviled eggs. Um, I was going to do some cupcakes from this black-owned bakery, but I was like, I'm doing too much. We had the wines and spirits and liquors. And um, it was just good vibes and good energy. And at first, I was so nervous. I was like, people going to come? Are they going to come? Like, you know, you get nervous. It's like, okay, it's like 6.30. But my friend was like, Ativa, black people come late. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So um, I just had to relax. I was so on fucking edge. Oh, my gosh. But then once I got some liquor in my system... A bitch started unwinding, and we had a really, 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 really good time. And I and my and my guest child didn't end up leaving until almost three o'clock in the morning. Child at one thirty, y'all. I left their asses in the fucking living room, and I went and closed my door, went right to fuck to sleep, and I let them let their asses the fuck out. Cause I got a slam lock on my door, and it nothing for them to steal. Okay, I so yeah, you. so I had a good, one. so I had a pretty good weekend, thankfully. That's good. That's good. So this episode, we're going to talk about heteronormative behavior. And Ativa already has some ideas she wanted to pan out that I'm going to discuss. So Ativa, first I'll ask, what is femininity or masculinity? What does those things mean to you? Who brings home the bacon and who cleans the house? I mean... Um, what do they mean to me? They, I don't, ooh, that's such a loaded question. I, I never thought about that. I don't know what they mean to me, to be very honest. Mm-hmm. It's just a social construct that we just happen to end up in, I guess, and we try to live up to them roles, to be honest. Do you? Um, um, I don't think, so. I don't think I'm given the chance to live up to my, I mean, I, I don't fucking know a lot. I don't know if I'm, li- I don't even know. All I know is that I wake my ass up, go to work, come home, cook me some food, and sit my ass out on the couch and then go to bed. That's, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't even know if I'm living up to this feminine, feminine. Do you feel like you have you know. to? No, not at all. When you grew up, did you feel like it was placed upon you, these roles? No, not at all. No, no. I was just a bad bitch. I was a bad bitch. Hey. <laughs> No, I've never felt that. Well, let me ask you this more specifically. What do you mean? Like, what roles exactly do you think was, like, forced upon Like, acting like a girl, doing girl things, liking girl things. Do you feel like it was more of a learned behavior? Is it something that you truly care about being feminine as opposed to being masculine? I think it was, yeah, no, I was never pushed to act like a girl dress like a girl, do girly things. No, I just joined to some of the girly things. Now, I wasn't really a girly girl, and still to this day, I'm not really that girly. I like I like feminine things. What about you, though? Like, growing up, like, did you feel, and, you know, yes, in your case, like, did you feel like you had to be, like, masculine, like, well, this live up to, like, this idea of masculinity? Mm-hmm. All the time. Like, my entire life. Expound. Um, so... Of course, uh, just to piggyback on the uh, Liberated episode, it was always projected upon me to act like a boy or to always feel like I had to be pressured to participate in boy things. I was very much an artsy, artistic 
personality. I didn't really care for sports. I didn't really care for basketball, football, none of that bullshit. And it just felt like that was always surrounded around me. And growing up in the Bible Belt, it was a lot of projections based on religion or how a guy should be, how a guy should talk, and all of these things that was placed upon me that I feel like became very toxic and became very Mm. much a prison as to what a person should be and how a person should act based on their gender. Now, I say this. I was like the only girl in a group of like my cousins and my older brother from my father's side my father like used to have me in the basement with the boys like boxing you didn't fucking box correctly my father would probably want to box you like my dad he was very very intense when it comes to like be tough and know how to defend yourself so as a girl maybe i wasn't even like really given like the the thing to like be given the outfit like to be truly girly like my dad really didn't buy me dolls and stuff like that like, he bought me, like, books, and he bought me, like, arts and crafts sets. So I was a different child, not too girly. And I think it's important that you let your children be children because, you know, my sister, it's funny, I was just talking to her on the phone today, and she was like how my mother got on her nerves because Dakota's not really girly neither. And so Dakota was like, Mommy asked her, was she funny? Like, you know, gay. Because Dakota don't like being that girly girly. And I was just like, why would you ask 11? Come on. Are we still that ignorant? You know what I'm saying? Dakota get, Dakota's 11 years old, and she get her fresh nail set, and she gets a feeling every two to three weeks. Like, that's <laughs> that's girly to me. But, to, you know, it's kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think her experience might be synonymous to mine, where I never had what, of course, I wasn't raised by my mom, but my mom, for sure, she never asked me that. That's one thing I, I will say, my mom never asked me that. And I want to say, well, if I even see my dad, my dad definitely never asked me that either. Um, <laughs> but that's a whole nother different thing. So as far as gender roles in present day in the 50s, this is your thing. So how do you think <laughs> that um, that differs to now? And what expectations would you want to uphold back then that you would like now oh my god so i think femininity maybe this is just in my imagination mm-hmm. but i do think that femininity was held to a higher standard um first let's just start right? from let's just start from the aesthetic women wore like more skirts more dresses shoes hair always done men the opposite right and I also think that there was a certain um, duty for women and for girls um, to be more domesticated and to always just kind of carry yourself in a certain way. And the same for men as well, right? I think like, quote unquote, like being a sissy, quote unquote, is what they would say is like definitely frowned upon. You know what I'm saying? If you was like, you was definitely shunned. So I think those roles were so inculcated inside of our culture, but then something began to happen. And I don't know what began to happen. I feel like sometimes women are way too, way too independent. I'm probably going to get backlash, but I don't give a flying fucking fadoodle. Way too independent. (laughs) And I feel like sometimes women can be, they don't appreciate men being men, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. In the sense Mm -hmm. of, perfect example, if a guy holds the door for you, or if you pull out your chair, or if you want to hold your backs, I know sometimes as independent women, we say, no, no, let him do that shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Alon? 
I do. I understand exactly what you're saying. You want to place value in certain gender roles. Um, I have a question and challenge that. Oh, Lord, this is going on a whole other different subject. It's okay. So, Take us here. So we all watch 600 Pound Life or shows like that. And we realize that these people always have significant others. Always. And they be wiping their asses. Always. <laughs> and Bebe, I'm sitting up here. Look, I'm sitting up here single as Preflo Dollar. And that's what I'm saying. So we can look at those shows. These people always have people. But here's my thing. And this is why I feel like this shit gets toxic. We also know, based on our last episode, that that may be some form of a fetish for these skinny, scrawny-ass men to feed these big-ass women or these (laughs) ugly-ass men feeding these big-ass women or, you know what I'm saying? And they do that because it's a comfort for them that that's always uh, emotional support or somebody that's always there and they can leave that motherfucking house and do whatever they please and not be checked by no one. And I feel like that's a form of toxic masculinity to where it's like, I can have my cake and eat it too type of thing. And I feel like men are very much like that. I do. Well, you know, from my last episode, I also said that I think men are more selfish than women, right? Yes. But I do definitely 100% definitely agree with you on that. Um, that sort of emotional reliance, absolutely. I definitely, definitely, definitely can. Yeah, definitely so part of that. me checks. Um, yeah, so with that said, I think part of me kind of understands exactly what you mean when you want to uh, embrace and appreciate male energy when it comes to certain uh chivalrous acts. But sometimes I'm like, do we really want to give men that power to feel like they appreciate it for doing just the bare minimum? No. You have to come correct nowadays. I I mean, yeah, but that's but that's a part of coming correct too. Because a lot of guys do not do that. A lot of guys let me tell you something. Let me you know how many times I'm out here fucking carrying groceries? You think a nigga was let me open the door for you? Let me help you out. Or how about if I'm getting a side of a fucking cab, a lift, and they send me with stuff? You you think the lift driver would get out and try to help Papa see God is so good? Holy Lou. Because (laughs) when I was shopping the other day and we had them chairs and shit. And I had my friend come help me because I was like, I know I'm not going to be able to manage it by myself. Just so happened, the cab driver that we got, he was um, African. He was so freaking nice. Got out the car, got the stuff inside of his car. When we got here, brought the chairs to the front of my building. I was just like, what's your number? And guys, by the way, I did look him up on um, Snap, um, on Instagram because my friend told me to get his number. He was like, look what he did. You should like, try to talk to him. I was like, yeah, you're right. So I, I screenshotted the, the, the Uber driver's um, name and I found him on Instagram. I'm still waiting for him to accept me. But anyway. Um... <laughs> I'm going to ask a question regarding that too. Yes. Because Ativa, you like African men. You like Jamaican men. You like men that are more lean towards a traditional lifestyle stereotype. You really do like these men. What do you seek after when you think of a Nigerian man, when you think of a Trini guy or, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? I, I, because I think that they still have um, values when it comes to family, mm-hmm. you know, and family structure. And that's something that is so important to me. Okay. Um. Now, not Jamaican. I haven't dated a Jamaican. I, I mean, I like Jamaican men for the sizes of their phalluses, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like other cultures and stuff like that, and ethnicities, 
is solely because of their 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 respect for family structure. Because I'm going to keep saying this again, I feel like that is so we don't really see that nowadays, especially in people of color, not just black people, people of color, and um, it's something that's important to me. And so that's why I that's why I admire those kind of men. Um, I mean, but no, let's not get it twisted now. They probably still be out here laying in low and spreading the wild with side chicks when they got a wife at home. But that's, that's what it really is, though. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm becoming okay with saying that because sometimes you get shunned Why? for liking stuff like that. We live in a time in Tokyo Vanity. She made a post about this. Okay. I love we her, live by in the t- way. I love her, too. And yeah. I love the fact that she fucking said, your favorite rapper's in my fucking DM. Don't get it the fuck to... Don't get it fucking twisted. They're in my DM. And it's because I'm a big-ass bitch. I mean, shit. And that's so fucking true. Because these guys get fucking money, and they act like they don't like a, a, a thick girl. Because they know if they was back in their hood, they'll be right with her at the fucking Dollar General or the Piggly Wiggly, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, she made a point, and she was just like, she was on Clubhouse, and basically she said that she wanted to be married before she had children, and everybody began to throw stones at her. And she was just like, can y'all please stop doing that? Just because of your traumas, just because of what you not, might not believe in, et cetera, et cetera, doesn't mean that I'm not worthy or shouldn't want certain things for my life. And so, and I agree with that. And I think now people are starting to say, stop perpetuating your fears and your family traumas or what you don't believe in on me. Let me be great, and you go ahead and be great. And so with that, yes, I like West African men and stuff like that. Unfortunately, my West African men partners haven't been, hasn't pleased me uh, physically. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Mm. I mean, we talked about how, you know, they do this little weird little thing. I don't think you really, it's, I really want to know, what did he do that weirded you out so much? Like, was it like a little... Thing? No, you didn't. Yes, just, it was like that, a little finger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got fucking triggered. I just want to flash that. This is off brand to this episode, but why do people? Why do men oh, jack themselves off with two fingers? Oh, I do not man. understand. That shit fucked me up, yo. Why do they that jack themselves off with two fingers? How you act? I don't got no fucking. It's like chop. No, I, I understand, but it's like this. This not chopsticks. Like I, what? what we gonna get off of that? We gonna get off of that? Wait, a lot. So if you guys, you guys can't see it, but Alon just did this hand motion of like jerking off, but like he used like only two fingers and it my was index like finger the, and my thumb. Yes, and the and way then it, I, I use my tea hands. The other three hands, they they stick out like you know I'm sipping tea. So yeah, and then he jerked it in the same speed yeah. that he was jerking. <laughs> so let's get back to the subject. This is what we do every time. Um, but now I think the 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 roles in the fifties, like being in a nuclear family generation, I think that it really psychologically fucked them up more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because when I think of people like my mom and I think of my aunts and 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 when I think of like my friends and their moms, they all like the same stuff. When I'm talking about my mom, I could be around a friend, you know, we have the same conversation, and it's like we have the same mother. The stuff mm-hmm. that they like. They both like John Wayne movies. They both like Turner Classic movies. They watch the black and white movies all the time. Somebody genetically made them, put them on a cookie sheet and said, you all will like the same things and be the same person. 
Yeah, and and just like what you said, I feel like it, it that time period it really placed um too much on uh commercial marketing to say what a woman should like, what a girl should like, what a boy should like. And they really psychologically believed that. Yeah. They were interested oh, yeah. in stuff like that. And then oh, as yeah. they grow into an adult and then as times and you know things mm-hmm. change, they really truly don't know what they want inside. Yeah. They have no clue. And I only say that because my mom is like that. She has no clue what she's actually truly interested in. She just continues to watch Turner Classic movies. She continues to watch John Wayne movies. And she, you know, she take care of her grandkids. I'm like, what do you like to do? But I I think that's, it's okay. And I'm proud of her, you know. But parts of me is like, I really want you to do whatever you want. I really want her to be truly happy. And she doesn't feel like she has to be of service to be happy. You know, it's funny. I have a, I have a friend just like that. Um, her mother is a workaholic and she worked, her mother works so hard and she should be retiring. Like, I think they have like their own business. I, I think it's a hair salon or something like that. And her mother worked and her mother, I think the mother, when the pandemic happened, the mother was going, losing her mind because my mother, because she was so used to working and my friend that's the same question you just said my friend asked her mother and was like well, what do you like and her mother was like i don't know i have worked my See? entire life exactly mm-hmm. exactly and so that's so it's freaking that nuclear true. family gen- generation i'm telling you they they don't know because society and these cultural things have taught them what they should like and they have ingrained well, yeah, that I- psychologically yeah. and then you have and I heard it most on this Nas documentary on Netflix. Ro- Roxanne, Roxanne. She said in the 70s, you had the mothers and fathers, they would take care of their kids, but they would be alcoholics and the mothers be getting beat and the fathers be coming home with a, you know, psychological problems and PTSD and all that shit. In the 80s, you had fathers walking out on the mothers and the mothers, you know, raising their kids alone. Then in the 90s, you had the mothers and the fathers both walking out and the kids be raised by their grandkids, grandmas. So generational, like, you see a shift every time on things changing based on people not dealing with they self and, you know, what has society has told us and what we really are deep inside. I feel like that takes a role in an effect. I agree with you on that, but I also do feel like because of the times, you you, you do what you know and what you're given with the resources that you're given. So I think that this is now 2021 when it's 2051 30 years from now and we're still here god willing the people who are going to be in their 20s is going to say these people they don't they they do the same thing they want to be on instagram they want to be on facebook doing the same thing there's going to be another app that's out that's way more popping you know what i'm saying and it's just like well this is what we were given these are our resources you know what i mean so i think Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is, to be honest, to be honest. I don't think it's purposeful. I mean, I don't think it's like, I, you know, that's just what they grew up with. My yeah. father, too. My father's stuck in the, he's stuck in the 80s. He's stuck in the 80s and 90s right now. I'm just like, bro, it's just 2021. You already raised us. <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> I think millennials, we're, um, I feel like we are probably the first generation of people that wants to change the narrative yeah. on how things have been working 
and actually realizing that it's not serving us in any way. I think yeah. being raised by either our mothers alone or our grandparents and not having either parent, we want to write a story or a narrative to say, maybe I shouldn't have kids. Mm. And not even deal with feeling like child guilt from my parents, like, fuck that shit. I'm not okay to be having kids. I know I'm selfish right now and I don't really want to have fucking no kids. Or to say, you know what? I'm going to get married first instead of having this kid. And I want to be happy in my relationship first before bringing people into, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I think we are the first generation to say, this is what I fucking want, damn it. Mm. And I don't give a shit about what society is telling me yes. I need and what I want. Yes. We oh are the first generation. Oh my God. You better fucking talk. Alon, have you ever thought about doing like any kind of like um, motivational speaking or something like that? Um, I think that that's definitely something in the cards for me, for sure. I mean, you are, I, I always say you're so articulate if you could just put words together, mm -hmm. just off the flip. And I think that's really dope. Thank um, you. But yeah, yeah, no, you're welcome. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I think we are the generation that is taking the power back and we're driving, we're driving our own car. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now, Alon, do you want to mm -hmm. have children? Uh, yeah, I think God already told me was like, you're gonna be somebody's dad. I just never gonna, knew what that looked like. Dad? I'm gonna be somebody's dad. Yeah. Do if you ever need a womb or something to carry this to be to be carried in, I'll volunteer. Oh, thank and you. I'll, and I'll and 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 I'll eat like you know I'll eat healthy whatever <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll thank do you. that I for you. I appreciate that. I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. That's the least I can do. I'll oh my God! Look at Ativa. Prenatal vitamins, mm -hmm. like you know, going on walks every day. Breathing exercises. Like, yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> See how God works sometimes? Because I really just didn't know how that shit was going to work. But I don't know. I always knew God. It was like, God, if you're putting that in my heart and you know how uh, nurturing I could be, you know, I'm not going to worry about that little piece. I'm going to just know that it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever adopt? Nah, I don't know if that's in my heart. I'm, I'm going to be honest. You know, some people, that they love that, but I know I don't have the heart for it. Because mm. I'm a, you know, you have to be honest. I don't feel like I would love them the same way if I would love them if it was my seed. Okay. So it's like, why even go that route, knowing that I'm already feel slighted? Mm. Well, as long as you're honest with yourself, and that's yeah. honest. I do think that if I got from them being an infant, then I could do it. Mm-hmm. Or like, like five and under. But see, that's do. the problem, though. I feel like that's probably the problem with adoption because I think a lot of people would prefer having an infant. They are always higher in demand, but then there are older kids that are like eight. And, and see, I feel like when you start thinking like that, where you want to like pick your child, it's really bad. So I see, even 
I don't even think I, about it. I would it. like I would like five and under, but if they told me like, listen, like we have like this twelve year old who really don't have a place like they need. Yeah, you know, I'm open to it. And yeah. just we just gotta we gotta know what services will be provided. They just do they need an IEP? Yeah. Do they have a bit? You know, but I yeah. would I would definitely do. It. I think I have the heart to do it. I think I have Amen. a lot of love inside of me. Yeah, I hear you, and that's why I say it's a lot of people that appreciate adoption and really recognize like. It's kids of all ages that really need parents. And that I, re- I, I, I really embrace and I appreciate for those people. But I just know I don't have it. I don't have it. Because I don't yeah. want, if I, if, I, if I think about adoption, I don't want to be choosy. I want any child to be a blessing. And because I don't have it, I'm like, fuck it. So gender roles in relationships. Um mm. Yeah, so do we agree or we don't agree on gender roles being in relationships? Alon, go ahead. Let me hear what you have to say first. Uh, We already know that answer. So I feel like there shouldn't be already heightened expectations on gender roles. But of course, I'm coming from, you guys, I'm coming from a standpoint of me being in a same gender loving relationship. And with that said, I feel like certain things clash when you're dealing with same gender situations. And I think certain things with a man, period, I feel like gender roles are very toxic because, again, they only want to do shit that benefits them. So already coming in with that knowledge and knowing that it's really hard in same gender situations for there to be gender roles. I, I can definitely see that. And I kind of felt that you were probably going to say something like that because mm-hmm. it's only right. But um, yeah, I, once again, I'm super traditional and yeah. I do believe in gender roles. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what does that look like? That looks like man provider, me also having, me also providing, but man like the soul, like the head. Um, I do see that as. Um, me like being domesticated, like def- oh you know the cooking, the cleanings of everything like that. Of course, the man. I do think that I do believe it is very important that a man do know how to cook as well. That he do know how to wash his own fucking clothes, his own drawers, and shit like that. Um, and just also being the lead of the family, right? Um, just being that figurehead. He's the head on the shoulders, of course, right? But and what does that look see- like? So that looks like him, like making like these decisions or like leading his family. Like if there is something that is happening in our family, that's like detrimental stuff like that. He should be able to, and he should be sound enough and have the ability to make right and just decisions that would best lead his family. Right. Of course, with my input as well. However, I think that's really highly important. And, and I always like this because my dad is like that. Although once again, my dad was not perfect. Uh, He was definitely um, out here in the streets child. But um, when it came home to his wife and, and stuff like that, and to his children, my dad was definitely like, he's such an alpha. And that's what I've always been attracted to. Somebody told um, me I'm a type A personality. What is the, what's type A, alpha? Yeah, literally. Like my boyfriend said, you are low-key a type A personality. Yes, low-key. Main word, low-key. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are main word. Uh, Alon, I'm very big on accountability. I am. That I will say. 
he, Amon, I be like, this is Papa King coming over here. Bye. Now, I am, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I am very big on accountability. If you say you're going to do something, if you tell me and promise me, I'm going to hold you to it. That's me. Because I think that's the thing that triggers me. When empty promises happen, that sets me off. That sets me Mm. off. Oh, wow. I like that. Empty promises. Mm. But yeah, no, you are definitely like low-key a type A personality. (laughs) As far as like... Once again, once again, Alon, it's the eyes. Oh, the sneaky eyes! <laughs> it's the fucking eyes. The sneaky eyes. But I do think that when you first meet you, if someone was to first meet you, they would not they pick would up think I'm on submissive. that. Yeah. But as they get to know you, no, that is not, not the case. The, not the case. <laughs> I love surprises. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, that's what that looked like for me. Okay. okay. And I also like and but and I also like for a woman to be pretty strong on her own. I you know what I'm saying? Is that inspired? Like yeah, because you said that before in the first episode. What inspires you is being around motivating people and inspiring yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love when a, I love when women are badasses, mm-hmm. and I love when men can be with a woman who is like that and not feel intimidated. That I shit hear is you. so fucking sexy. I, I girl, I love I, when men don't minimize their self or don't feel diminished when a strong woman sh- steps in. Yeah, yeah, and I feel I feel I definitely am a strong kind of gal. Mm-hmm. And I, and once again, let's go back to this whole masculinity thing. I feel like our young men nowadays, unfortunately, and it's and it's it's not their fault for the most part because it's a, it's a lot with upbringing, it's a lot with this current social climate that we're in, where a lot of young men really aren't given the tools to feel empowered when they are around strong women. You know what I mean? And so I think that's why there's such now a deficit. Or it's like so unbalanced when it comes to men and women relationships romantically or whatever because it's so many strong women out here. We are here doing our thing, and I feel like unfortunately it's just a little imbalanced out. And so, yeah. yeah, you know, I like that. I think now I think we've reached an influx of so many women being professional, more dominant roles because. Partly, I think that females are less intimidating than males. So when males are in these positions, the world Mm -hmm. doesn't really fully accept them in these positions because then they are intimidated. And I think partly that's what kind of hits me the most, especially Mm -hmm. not to say that, you know, um, but a lot of things that I get is like, Alon, you are intimidating and I've done nothing to intimidate anybody. And so it it's really hard to be a male in this day and age and not show up in a room and intimidate people. That to me that's crazy. Especially a black male. Let's that's And that's what I'm male. saying. It is so fucking hard. I think that was partly why I was going at with my frustration is like how do I stand in my power and also recognize that my power also plays a role in making people feel diminished or intimidating. How do, mm-hmm. how do you do that? How do you and live in that? It, let me tell you something. My professor, Professor Ray, he said that black women are not do not intimidate white America. 
mm-hmm. black men intimidate white America. Yeah. And when he said that, it makes so much sense. It made so much freaking sense. And that's why to this day, I'm such a big supporter and advocate for black men and our young black boys. Because as women, women, black women, of course, are celebrated. We have always been celebrated. We are the ones who have carried freaking white babies on our nipples. We have always taken care of. We have always nurtured. We have always been kind of loved and appreciated. But that black man, baby, don't don't ever try to go up against a white man, right? So and I always feel like that. I always feel like that. And that's why I support and that's why I love black men. And I want to see black men do great things. But it's, you know, when you have these fucking people who are intimidated by that, it definitely hinders the progression of black people, of, of black yeah. men. Yeah. And it, it really fucks with our happiness. Mm. And then when that happens, no one's happy in the black community. And that's just honest. Because the male is the head. And, and figuratively in all aspects. And if, if our man is not happy, if our man is not content, where's our community as a, in a whole? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, that was deep. It was. Oh, my God. With that said, how do we feel as far as masculinity being a prison to men these days? I feel like masculinity is for sure a prison. And I think the wardens of this prison is for sure black women. And I say that because black women hold the keys to say what is socially acceptable on what a black man looks like. And I think they also do that towards themselves as well. Um, Black women hold the keys to what black women should be doing, how they should act, what they should look like, things they should like. And they do the same for the men. And in any point where a man shows some level of femininity, they are then shunned and excommunicated to be considered as a man. And I think it imprisons us free expression on who we are and what we want to look like. That's exactly what I was going to say. It hinders black men from being able to express themselves without being judged and without being told what they should say and how they should say it, right? Um, And I think, unfortunately, it is a prison because I think our young boys have this idea of what masculinity is, even simply down to being able to cry peacefully, Mm -hmm. right? Right? Mm -hmm. Um, It definitely hinders. And when that part of you, when you feel like your own being, your own self of being a boy or being a man or being male is a prison, how can you be yourself or how can you exist in the world? Right? Um, so, yeah, that's a good point that you definitely made. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what do we do to turn this around? How can we How can we start making a change um, when it comes to this masculinity and allowing our boys to be themselves? I would love to ask you that question as a Black woman. What do you feel like Black women could do to aid that issue well see here's where it gets complicated along okay because black women we always support and protect our black women i mean Mm -hmm. our black men i don't think it's really on us at this point okay i think it's on this is to be 100 honest Mm -hmm. this is on the black men who are there who got it who have been able to open doors and go certain places right 
it's up to them. So it's basically up to like our our leaders, our black male leaders, and it's also up to our black male leaders in white America need to do some work. I hear right? you. Black male leaders need to demand, need to advocate, and need to speak. Because women, we always doing that. That's not really working. And once again, although black women are loved and are not seen as intimidating, our voices aren't really listened to as much as, as when mm-hmm. it comes to that. It's like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. just stay in your space and do your job. I hear you. So we need our black male leaders to step up. And we need I believe that. And I have a prime example of how that could be a hindrance on black men not being in examples or great examples. If I wasn't in Boy Scouts as a kid, I wouldn't have never learned how to tie a tie. And therefore, how would I be Wait, able to prepare I myself to for an interview? Off. Mm-hmm. I have to cut you off right now because Keith was just here this morning and he has a clip on tie. Or he has a, t- a tie, not a clip on, not a clip on the other one. The other one, you just pull it and it gets yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. He has on that and he was like, because I don't know how to tie no damn tie. Yeah. And it's crazy. I'm yeah. just like, wow. How do you prepare true. yourself for the real world if you can't present yourself as an adult male? Ain't that crazy? If yeah. I wasn't in Boy Scouts, I would not know how to tie a tie. And it, I didn't think about that until it was just one day I was just getting dressed. And I'm like, I really kept this shit from like eight or nine years old to now knowing how to tie this damn tie because I was in Boy Scouts. I didn't have an uncle or a father or nobody to show up and teach me the simplest damn things on how to prepare myself to be a black male out in these streets. I had to learn from my community. I get emotional talking when I talk about hair stuff like this, especially for black men. And I love, and let me tell you something, I applaud you for speaking up and and saying and being vulnerable. Learning how to uh, clean myself up and remain clean. That was something I really had to learn. Honestly, it was black women that taught me that, really, to be honest. I didn't have a man or anybody in my life to even teach me that. Because when I tell you, it'd be some black men, they don't know nothing about hygiene. They don't nothing to, know nothing about self-care. They don't know how to, anything about, like, maintaining. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell because my students, my male students, be funking up the fucking classroom. And let me say this. I have a former student, and um, he's highly intelligent, and... He does not have male figures, and his aunt and his mom wants to send him. They're sending him to military school. Some of my co- and he's highly intelligent, but he does not have the ambition to do well in school. Right? He's so smart, like he can get fours on his ELA and math and everything else by not even trying. Right? But he's just also in another world. He's so, like, daydreaming and just completely unbothered with, you know, academics. And so they want to send him to, they're going to send him to military school down south. Some of my coworkers was against it. And I said, no. I said, first of all, he doesn't have any male, whatchamacallit, any male examples. That's number one. And his guardians have done the best that they could as women to get him on track. And you have a lot of mothers out here who let their kids, they give up on their sons, on their boys, and they have them running out there in the streets. What else can you do? You can't keep on beating him. 
You can't keep on. You have to do an and 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 although you might not agree with the military school, but it it shows the depths that they are trying to go to set him on the right path before he becomes twenty one. And I respect that shit one hundred percent. You know what I mean? And so I said that to say that once again. Uh, we have to start investing in our young black boys just as, as much as we bless in our young black girls. Mm-hmm. We have yeah, to. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of stories out there on like the pressures of black women and black women being objectified, black women being sex symbols. I think this is a really good episode to really shed light on how black men are also being diminished in this culture and society. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't think about that going into this, but this is really like a good... Me neither. Yeah. Wow. Me neither. I just want the best for our young black boys who will turn into black men. I want them to know that they are loved, that they are valued, that they are needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if if anybody is telling black boys that. Yeah. We really... no shade to the Hispanics. This is no, no shade for to the sure. Indian, you yeah. know, but but I I'm think they have woman. more male examples. As a black community, we do not have very many black male examples to pave the way. Well, so I'm they look up to these basketball players. They look up to these rappers because that's all of the black male examples that well, we I'm know of, you. really. I'm going okay. to stop you because when I was, because being that we have a, a, a pretty equal population of Hispanic and Latin community, I was trying to find pictures of people, of black, of, of Hispanic men who are leaders. And it was, I was coming up to it and I was like, well, what's the, right? Because then they have baseball players and they have soccer players. And I'm just like, and I'm looking for That's people. I, I found Cesar Chavez and that was it. Right, so I think on their end too, but because we're black, we only have a lens for black sometimes, and you don't really understand that other people are also, um, you know, have issues too. But yeah, I think they they, they got work that need to be done as well. But for me, my priority will always be black boys because one yeah. day I might give birth to a black boy, yes, okay? right, right, and that's no shame. Mm-hmm. So, know? what behaviors wow. are deemed appropriate for men but inappropriate for women? You already know men can go out here and be hoes unapologetically. They don't have to be held accountable for their hoish behavior and the consequences of that of that behavior. Men can unfortunately not have drive and it'd be okay. They can still be in their mama house. But when it comes to women, us girls, we can never be a hoe. Multiple sex partners without being judged or looked down upon. We have to make sure that when we leave high school, we are going to college or we are going or we have a plan. You cannot have no babies in no teenage years. Yeah, well, my, well nowadays is more acceptable. But because um, <laughs> nowadays 18 is not that young no more. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Isn't that crazy? Nah, my first pregnant girl experience was definitely in middle school. That's me too. I told you yeah. when she was in seventh grade. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We grew up together actually. And I hate that. I hate that. Just like Michelle Obama said, mothers love their sons but raise their daughters. And that's and that's that's that. And I don't think I need to expound anymore. Yeah. I think things that are appropriate for men and inappropriate for women and vice versa, there are certain things. So 
I feel like it's okay for men to be selfish and it's mm. not okay for women to be selfish mm. because if women are selfish, that makes them a bitch or that makes them, you know, unfit or less capable of being a woman or a wife yeah. or anything. Um, I think you are spitting gems right now. You are spitting gems. <laughs> I think for men, what's deemed inappropriate, but women can do, I think hugging people, men cannot hug other men. Men cannot show emotion or any bond towards another man without being labeled gay or men can't show emotion. They have to mask that shit or have to find a tactical way to display their point without coming off as angry or irate or too much. And to me, that shit is crazy. Because if I'm feeling like I need to drive my point or something that I'm really passionate about, I don't need to have to worry about whether or not you feel like I, you under attack now. No, it's not an attack. It's not an attack. You better go off. Listen to what the fuck I got to say. That's what it okay. is. You know what the I'm saying? Is listening. Yes. To me, that is that shit is so wild to me. How the world really marks us as like these demons, when really mm -hmm. our intent and our heart is in the right place. We just, you know, we just trying to be out here trying to get the chicken like everybody else. I, that that just took me into a place, and then men are allowed, men are not allowed to hug and to show emotion and show affection, but women are. And I never understood why men can't say, "Oh my nigga, you look good, you look nice." Like, why yeah. can't you say that? Right. Because women be like, "Bitch, yes, bitch, titties are city, bitch, mm -hmm. yes." Do all the touchy feely things. They can sleep in the you same know? bed together, not think anything of it. You will never. Ever. And I think that's why men are so private about their guy time. Because I think that's when they are truly behind closed doors. That is an intimate experience. But it's free but from judgment from women who may be exposed to what that is. let me ask you, though. Do you think it's just in the black community? Because I've no. seen a talk. I, no. No, I, you, no? I don't think it's just in the black community. If black men didn't see a problem, generally speaking, if they didn't see a problem like saying my nick my guy you look nice or saying like laying in the same bed together with no kind of fit like what, what how would that look and how would that feel for women okay. I, but i'm saying that now until i actually see with my own two eyes I'm like, oh, okay. yeah i but think that's I something think to be, be checked yeah and i think it also there may be some trauma packed with that because women are so fearful of their black men going out and get attention from another man they are y'all are very territorial i'm just territorial that's in my dna yeah yeah so reflection question do you believe that there are any gender roles that people should be taught to follow like i said earlier that men be providers and women know how to take care of a house okay that's it i don't know if i can answer this one because no, go ahead. i feel like in order to survive each sex should know how to fucking take care of they shit. Each sex should know how to fucking cook for they damn self. Each sex should know how to provide for at least they damn self before getting with somebody else. I think that all of the things that should be taught male or female should just be taught in general to a person or individual. All of these things we hold true. So I can't think of like one specific thing 
that a male should learn that a female shouldn't. I don't know. I can't think of anything. Well, what I can say, well, kind of piggyback what I was saying before, men should definitely learn how to tie a tie. Mm-hmm. So do you think that there's a difference in effects of gender roles in males and females? No, I think they both um ap- apply pressure in a negative way. Okay. I, yeah, I, I would agree on that 100%. Give two examples of side effect gender discrimination that lead to economic inequality between men and women. Whoa. Is this CNN? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead, Alon. <laughs> so, side effect gender discrimination um, is definitely something just because there are more women employed than men. Um, there are more women that are more accepting for higher education than men, which means that they are more qualified than men. Um, And I think in terms of out there, when it comes to job search and things, there are more women teachers. There are more women nurses. There are more women who actually have administrative and practical skill sets than men. And men automatically are put in these categories where either they're going to the military Either they are doing hands-on work jobs, being department sanitation, construction worker, whatever have you, um, and they are either working in finance. All right, Bishop. You didn't say clean and clear, and I have nothing else to add. (laughs) Do you think you will encourage or have you encouraged your own children to conform to traditional gender norms? Um, that's a question that I never thought about if I was to have children, um, mm-hmm. having them form to gender norms. I do believe, however, comma, that since we um, live in a society that is more free and more liberal, um, I don't know. I don't think that I will be that mom. I would just watch to see where this is going to go. Because once again, I don't want to be the ignorant parent to say, are you funny because they don't want to wear pink or because they want to play basketball instead of getting their hair and nails done. Same with my son. If my son is more interested in cosmetology than sports, I don't definitely want to ever try to, you know what I'm saying? I want, I'm, let him rock out. Mm-hmm. That's what I plan to do with my children. Let them rock out. Yeah. Know? I've said this before in a previous episode. I think, when your soul enters the earth, your soul never changes. And you are who you are immediately as you come out of that birth canal. And and I think that rings true. And I think that that takes effect more now than ever because, y'all, I'm a firm believer in some form of reincarnation and babies being sent here on assignment as a learning lesson for us all because these babies are coming out the vaginas with their eyes open at this point okay (laughs) they have been here before and they are smarter than ever they have been here before and i believe they have more lessons for us to learn than we teaching them so i think when it comes to having them conform to gender norms and whatnot i think all of that shit needs to be thrown out the window and you need to be learning from them what it is that they want to do and gas that shit up that's what i believe come on bishop 
I'm going to keep saying that. <laughs> what would people think of a man who backs down from a fight? They would think that he's a punk. But if you're honestly, but honestly, if you're smart and if you have a head in your shoulders, you know that sometimes people have things, a lot of things to lose. Because me, Ativa, right now at 27, I will also back down from a fight because I have a lot to lose. Unless the person is really pushing me into a corner and they are really, and they fucking hit me, bitch, then all fucking bets are, are the fuck off, bitch. And I don't care what the fuck, who the fuck, or where the fuck shit have to pop off at, bitch. But if you don't hit me, we cool. Again, I say, <laughs> what would people think of a man who <laughs> 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 um, This was something that I had a problem with growing up as well. No one actually taught me how to fight. But innately, I knew I never had to. I always was able to express myself with my mouth. And I knew, kind of like Maya Angelou, to be quite honest, I knew the power of my words. I really did. I knew how they could make people feel. I knew how it could make people react. I knew all of this stuff at a very young age. I knew how to really influence people either in a positive or a negative way. And based on how I carried myself and the words that came out of my mouth, people did not really mess with me like that. And I was mm -hmm. told to fuck up. I was easily able to be bullied. I was a skinny black boy with glasses. And with shoes that was talking, and with ankle beetles, and rough-ass fucking sweaters with holes in it. I was an easy target. But when I tell you I've never experienced bullying in a way where, like, people whooping my ass and shit like that, I, that wasn't my experience. But I, I do believe, like, you know, if a man walks away from a fight, then he is considered a punk. And people don't respect him then. But you know what? Like I said, but I do think... I think some people have common sense. You know, I, let me tell you something. I, I, you can respect the person who know they don't have the best answer, but they still say, I will beat you. I will, I will, I'm, we're going to go down. Have you ever seen your father cry? Yes. I seen my father cry one time, maybe about five, maybe about five years ago. I seen him cry for the first time and I was shook it. And what made him cry? And so, he was talking about how proud he was of me. Oh, my God. He was talking about how proud he was of me. And we would sit inside of Starbucks, my favorite place. And I seen that one tear, like Denzel. And um, I was, I just looked at, I didn't know what to do. And I just stood there. And I became very stuck and frozen. Because I was like, I cannot believe I'm looking at my father cry. I've never seen him cry before. Yeah. When they hit that different... They, they become way more vulnerable and sometimes more emotional. Mm -hmm. My dad is definitely like that, though. Yeah. I've never seen you? my dad cry. Never. Um, I don't know. I think my dad had, God rest his soul, I believe he had a lot of psychological problems. My dad used to talk to himself. He used to have, like, full arguments with himself. Well, I talk, I talk to myself, too. And I answer myself. Oh, and sometimes wow. I have to be careful because if people yeah. are watching me, they'll think I'm a little off. But I definitely hold conversations with myself. Yeah, I think there was something wrong with my dad um, in the way that he talked to himself. Um, it just didn't seem healthy. Um, 
And I think that's probably how he dealt with his frustrations. Um, but no, I've never seen my dad cry. Never. Now, mind you, I haven't had very many interactions with my dad, really. I can probably <laughs> count on maybe two hands. And mind you, I've lived with that man for maybe two years in South Carolina. But do you think that's probably why you're not that privy to crying? Who, me? Not because yeah, of him. Like, no way. I just come from a, a family where we just don't display a lot of emotional things. Like, I know I come from that stock. We don't hug. We don't do none of that. Like, my grandma, she was very much like that. And she raised a house that was like that. Like, I used to cry all the time. I Remember I told you in the first episode, I said, when my mom left me, I cried every day. But I think there was a lesson in that for me. It was like, my, I mean, that crying is not going to get my mom here. Like, I have to really cope with what's happening now. And I think just as the years came about, crying didn't mean anything to me and the only reason why I would cry is if I'm very moved because I do cry I cry in church when the spirit moves in me I cry like I, I'm not one of those shouters but I'm not a shouter anyway and when I'm frustrated and I have nothing else I could do like I'm literally exhausted of all options I have nothing else to do but cry just so I don't fuck up my health because stress is the biggest killer. Absolutely. Um, well, y'all, I'm going to ask this guy out on a date again. All right. We're going to hear about that next on, episode. I'm going to ask yeah. him out again. Yeah, he's Caucasian. Really? Okay. How do you feel about that? I don't give a fuck. I'm open. Let me tell you okay. something. All right. It's been, it's, been, it's been 10 years. I don't give a fuck anymore. Whoever loved me, I love you. Let's go be together and be happy. Let's get married the next day. Oh, wow. Spoken <laughs> from a true lever. <laughs> Is that really a true? Wait, hold up. We got to say how you feel that. today. Like... Now, tomorrow might be a that. different case. You would never fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> so airy and flighty, I promise you. But that is so true. Um, and not flighty, like, friendship-wise, come and go, just what I want or how I feel about things. Or it's going to change in the next hour. Or next you know minute. It is. I'm trying yeah. to. I'm trying to. Be true better. air sign. True air sign. I'm sorry. It's so true. But Gemini's got us beat. Yeah. <laughs> Gemini, Aquarius is all the most grounded as far as fighting is. Libra's in the middle, and then Gemini's shot. He was on the motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. Well, this was a long mouthful of conversation that went from heteronormal. I can't pronounce the word. That went from toxic. <laughs> That went from toxic masculinity to what, what, what I think, what we think masculinity is, what femininity is. Um, and I'm just excited to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Thank you for the ones who listen to us faithfully because y'all always give us feedback. Um, and we're going to be back next week with some more fire. So I'm Ativa. And I'm Alon. And we out this bitch. Hey! 
spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details.